Dumdums. Welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. My name is Tommy Daslo. Thank you very much for joining us. Sitting next to me, the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. Wow. I didn't know your voice could get any more feminine. <laughs> is this more feminine or is this brought a little bit of masculine grunting? No, not at all. <laughs> yeah. Are, are your ears fucked as well? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm dying. You, you used to sound like a 14-year-old girl. Now you sound like a 9-year-old girl. Yeah. Yep. Well... <laughs> <sighs> you sound like you're our cub, rec- cub reporter, I think, on this show now. What's a cub, a cub reporter? reporter? Cub. Cub reporter. What's a cub reporter? Like cubs. Like, people would have on TV shows or on radio shows, it's like, oh, you know, we do this normal show, but let's get a nine-year-old to come in and give a book report or something. That's oh, yeah. you now. To put it in your terms, Tommy, like Muppet Babies, okay? <laughs> like Muppet <laughs> <laughs> There'd be literally a cub in there as well, probably. Yeah. Well, uh, today on the show, we, you know what? We've got a guest today, a very dear friend of the show, someone who, you know, generally to give a bit of a peek behind the curtain, you and I, when we try to work out what the content for the podcast is going to be, yep. we write notes about our own lives and things that we've been up to. And today we've got one of those special episodes where all of my notes are just about one of our guests. Yes, <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> well, first of all, uh, uh, you know him currently. <laughs> hey, hey, who, how do you know it's hey, you that we're talking could about? Be me. I just, said, I just said I'm happy to be here. No, That's pound for pound, you've got a lot of stories <laughs> and pounds. <laughs> First of all, you know him as the host of Breakfasters and as the host of Don't You Know Who I Am the podcast. Please welcome back into the Little Dum Dum Club, Josh Earl. Hey guys. Hey. It was actually a year today since I did the last one yeah. as well. Apart no. from the live show, the live show, but then it was a year with All Day. After oh, really? spl- after splitting the grass last year, yeah, yeah. wow, no, it's he, tradition, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so what you're saying? Yeah. It's a year since I did one, apart from the other one that I did do. Well, the live one is a different kind yeah. of kettle of fish because it was like on the day, hey, can you come and fill in? We've just had someone pull out. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> sure. That's that's what happened with Spicks and Specs yeah. as well. <laughs> <laughs> and the breakfasters. It's great. Uh, also, you know him from Stand Up at Bella Union. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, please welcome just, back in. Just say Dilrook Jai Singer. Hey, fam. It's <laughs> don't, don't overlook the fact that you did stand up at Bell Union on oh, SBS I too. That. I it's booked great. you for that. Yeah, yeah. you did. It was You're great. welcome. Yeah, it's yeah. My for only putting you on TV for the first time. Second. But it, I was oh, on. was the first time? Channel 31. I said TV. Oh, yeah, great. Oh. While you oh, have shit. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There's a camera there You're and a, a camera there. giving you the middle finger. For, that for, is the for, best. For people at home, we are uh, <laughs> recently been filmed for Channel 31 for our little Channel 31 TV version of Not for the much longer now, but... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you, Final you, episode. Even you, for you, the little the Channel 31 as well. I like that in there. The little, little Channel 31. <laughs> you, usually we have one camera, but because of Dill, We've had to bring in three today, so... Well, glad to be here. I'm, glad, I'm surprised you guys booked me. The, the camera adds 10 pounds, yeah. usually, but I don't think it's possible. <laughs> oh. I'm, I was going to say, I'm glad you guys booked me, even though you had me fly in last week, just last week for the live show. I came in, yeah, did my little live thing, and I left. I'm, you know, back-to-back guests. Well, really again, for people at home... Dill, you would have been on our live 250th episode, but you were still in Sri Lanka, mm. so we did have Greg Larson yeah. maybe do a little bit of an impression of you. Yeah, it was, was it an impression of me? <laughs> <laughs> it was a very culturally sensitive impression. Right, yeah. yes. Now, were you, Josh, were you at the live show? Or did you? No, I, I was doing a cross report from Tasmania for. <laughs> I was hosting the Tasmanian Dum Dum Club fan club. <laughs> uh, yeah, was it like around? <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> was it like election day where they go down? Yeah, right. 
<laughs> no, but so for, from a listener point of view, it, it's such an interesting thing because you hear Larson coming on as Dilruj Jaising and there's like laughter for 20 seconds. And then he just goes, hello, Dilruj, nice to be here. <laughs> and then just a collective, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, I, I'm tempted to go back and listen to this that episode because... Oh, you mean your own podcast? <laughs> yeah, well, I would never do it. Yeah. I've literally listened, I think, to two episodes. Oh. So, but... Uh, I always get a bit stressed when we're coming up to a live show and you want to get everything right and there's a lot of work to do and whatever. And so I skipped dinner that night and then as soon as we got anywhere near the podcast, oh, I just right. started oh, right. You're going to have to back up and explain that yeah, concept. To con- skipping a meal? <laughs> Are you all right? <laughs> was imagine, there a death in the family? Imagine if you were in a coma. That's what was happening <laughs> to me. I still, you yeah. get drip. You still have the turkey in the drip. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. It's Fanta. <laughs> <laughs> Just gravy. But I, I, I had uh, the thing where, like, so I think Carl told me on Facebook is something like, oh, we might be getting Larson to play you. I was like, oh, that's really cool, really funny. I'm like, I knew it's going to be really bad. But I, I was chatting to mum and I told my mum, I was like, oh, this is, you know, really cool podcast. They're having the 250th and they're having one of my friends, a uh, character comedian, play me. And she's like, oh, that's kind of sweet and stuff. And then the photo. Has she listened to the show? Before? No, no, no. no but, no. like, but then the photo of Larson came out and it's him. Wearing a sombrero <laughs> with a m- red mustache on top of his mustache already. But then his shirt is like tied into a knot. So it's his gut just sticking out and the angle's real bad. And I showed it to mom going, oh, by the way, here's the guy who's supposed to be me. And my mom just goes, Allah. <laughs> For context, my mom is Muslim. Like, it's not just ripping out. I like, I like how Greg's playing you by like pulling his shirt up and having a fat gut, though. Like, you already had the fat gut, Greg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you want to caricature. <laughs> well, we then, so for people who were there, uh, we did a bit of an impromptu, unrecorded kind of thing where we got you on FaceTime. We called yeah. you up. Uh, you were in Sri Lanka. And we got your brother on mm. the line, who we've, I think we've talked about Dilshan, on the show. Very funny guy. He's a big fan of our work just yes. because we give you a lot of shit. Yes, yes. Because has he ever even listened to the podcast, or he just is a fan of the the genre of hanging <laughs> shit on Zora? Pretty much just a fan of the genre. No, of no. Hanging I think he listens as well. He listens to the episodes that I'm on, and he particularly enjoys you guys ripping into me. So, well, I asked him if he had any stories about you from the vaults, which we haven't had on the podcast yet, and he bought out a bit of a perler. Like within like a minute. I think he. I think the story went for five words. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was it. That was. It's it. the most concise. One, so it was like Tommy one time Dilruk shit the pool. Yeah. <laughs> No, they're like, oh, the he did, he, oh, the no, bathtub no, it was shorter than that. It. He goes, uh, do you have any stories about Dill that we don't know? And within a second, he goes, he took a shit in a pool once. <laughs> and then all we could hear was just the crowd going crazy for like Cause, 20 seconds. Because there's two different, the way you describe it, Carl, you say he shat the pool, which speaks of it being an accident. How do you control food poisoning? Right. But then the way you've said it, he took a shit in a pool. Yeah. That makes it sound deliberate. That makes right. it was, it, was like it off the diving board? I, I, <laughs> I think we should just leave it. I think that's one of those stories that it's probably better. I think a lot of people said that about the shit at the time. <laughs> I think the security at the pool said that to you. You should leave here right now. No, that was one of Get the out of the door of shit lane. Yeah. How, how old were you, can I ask? Uh, like six or seven or something. Like oh, that. okay. that's, that, that's why I kind of said we'll just leave it. This yeah. leave it in everyone's imagination yeah. as it could be anything. Yeah, but uh, that was a big moment for me. <laughs> so you've been in. Uh, <laughs> my brother on the podcast. You've been in Sri Lanka. You you were touring around doing gigs overseas. Yeah, I did Malaysia and Penang and Singapore, and then from there took a little surprise visit to see mum and dad. They didn't know I was coming. Did you do a gig in Sri Lanka? 
No, no, I'm too scared to do a gig in Sri Lanka still. I'll, I'll get there one day. The same but with me in Maribor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I reckon we need to get both those things to happen on the same day at the exact yeah. no, same time. No, I reckon time. I should do the gig in Sri Lanka and you do the Maribor one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It would go great, actually. That's the opposite would go great. a great idea, yeah. Because last week I was doing a gig in Burnie, my hometown. Oh, yeah. And I highly recommend not doing a gig in your hometown. Right, yeah. what were your... Because I have so many worries about... Doing my hometown gig. Well, everyone knows your stories, yep. and they know when you're telling lies to make it funnier, and so uh, they just call you on it. It's like bullshit, uh, bullshit. <laughs> talk about Dougal Skeggs, our high school <laughs> like PE teacher. That was all I got. People right. just shouting out shit at me. Oh wow! Uh, so yeah. you know, you knew a lot of the people there. Well, I knew a lot, but I didn't know. Like, I forget who they are. Like, they're like, oh, we went to school together. I'm like, okay, great, hi. And, and you then you feel, feel like, a, like a dick. You yeah. feel like an asshole, but it's like, well, I don't know because I left. There in '96, it's like half my life away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so yeah, it was something you were memorable, and you yeah. feel bad that. And all yeah. they wanted to hear were about stories about them, and I didn't have enough of them. Yeah, <laughs> so I couldn't even remember their. Basically, I shat the pool, deal. <laughs> <laughs> you shat in the pool of comedy. Yeah. <laughs> what would be your concerns about doing a gig in Sri Lanka, deal? I think we spoke about this once before as well. It's just um, you know, um, just tapping into the right sense of humor because. Stand-up comedy is becoming big there thanks to Russell Peters and stuff. Like, there's a lot of people watching comedy on YouTube. But it's still, you know, there's no comedy club. Like, we might have one stand-up performance a year. Right. And it is Russell Peters. Right. Do you know what I mean? So, like, coming in as a local, represent, supposedly, you know, doing comedy overseas, there's a lot of expectation. Yeah. And uh, there's, there's been multiple offers. Like, I've already been approached to buy bookers saying, hey, we can book this place and do it. I'm like, not yet. I'll, I'll get there. Like, I really... Well, this is my say, thing. When you I say you've been like approached by bookers, is it like the gigs you do in Melbourne where someone's <laughs> no, no. going, can you drive five hours to do a gig for free? <laughs> no, that's me over here. No, in Sri Lanka, this will be like a proper theatre and stuff. Right. Like, I, I genuinely... This sounds arrogant. Australian dollars in Sri Lanka is a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> hey. hey, no need to announce my going rate. Right? In case I need to bargain, they need to know that I'm willing to, you know. <laughs> no, I think I could sell out a really good venue. My worry is that they won't come back the following year. Like, I want to do a good enough show that I know the first one will be big. Yeah. So I just want it to come back when, when <laughs> well, I Well, if you back. don't want to do it, we know a guy who does a pretty good impression of you that we could send <laughs> over instead. <laughs> we slap the red sombrero on Greg and send yeah. him over to the... Oh, is, it, is it possible? He we... would go down. That would go down real well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> What if what if we went and did a live Dum Dum podcast in Sri Lanka? Would that be a possibility? Is um, this a way to get closer to Thailand for you? <laughs> <laughs> one one closer to Thailand. It's a cheaper You're flight. Better off yeah. doing a gig in Thailand. Yeah, I know a lot of people there. <laughs> <laughs> they like me. You, you, and unlike your other like um, Australian live shows, you actually have comics to book in Thailand that you're going to have. I don't get uh, that. Okay. I want to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. how was your time My back in Sri Lanka with the family? You've got a family wedding coming up. Oh, uh, uh, yes, yes, yeah. yeah. How was your time so, over there getting ready for that? So my brother's getting married uh, in October and when I fly in, like I only have like three days before the wedding or something like that and they said, okay, let's organise the, um, let's organize the, the suits and stuff now. And we went to this suit shop, it's like a really famous place and turns out I've outgrown Sri Lanka. There's like... <laughs> Nothing off the rack. There's just like, yeah, we got nothing for you. So it's a real grim start to the day where I'm feeling really bad. Like this is so in Malaysia. With weddings over there. Is it? It'd be a common thing for someone to give, uh, like you know, the bride and groom 
a big bit of livestock. Have you ever been? <laughs> have you ever been considered as a gift? Yeah, my brother is going to ride me into the, the venue. <laughs> Deal is part of the dowry. For <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm an investment property. <laughs> um, no, but the yeah. So we got and that's yeah. Like it was really depressing because I, I was in Malaysia and Singapore, like, just eating. Everything, like, because I was just like, the story checks out. <laughs> like, it's good to but let like loose more when you're than on more than normal, because I'm like, oh man, like, you know, I won't get another chance to have this. So, well, I this is what I see about you, Dill. Like, when you're here, uh, a lot of the time you, you're talking about, you know, uh, uh, trying to be good with your eating, and lately you you, you, you might have a cheat day here and there. Yeah, yeah, but you're yeah. pretty on it, and a lot of nights you're like, oh, I'm not going to drink, but then it feels like you go to Sri Lanka and yeah, go, undo all it bets all. are off. You, you, you're hitting us up, going. Well, I had to start drinking scotch. It turned 10 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, actually. <laughs> no, yeah, but like before I went to the, the, this trip, uh, I think I had like five weeks off booze. Like I knew I kind of now start to plan ahead because I know what I'm like over there. Um, and yeah, it was So when you're planning ahead, what does that mean? You just... just to sort of even it out. That's right. all. Not that I know I'm going to try and lose weight or anything. I just wanted to not, yeah, die. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, oh, wait. What did your dad say to you about the wedding coming up recently? Uh, what do you mean? You know that how you said. Oh yeah, yeah. Like when once went on the phone. You mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My I was on the phone to dad, and uh, he was trying to say, uh, try and you know, try and do as much exercise as possible. But in the rush, he said, try not to be as fat as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you listen to it? Because <laughs> I have plans and goals, Carl. Your dad's expectations of you, not try and lose weight, try not to be as fat as possible. <laughs> Mate, if you turn up and you're not as big as the sun, then I'll consider that to be... How did he go when you went to the suit shop and ran out of options? He was like, I told you! <laughs> I hate to say I told you so. But um, yeah, the suit shop, so that was bad. And I was like, really like, oh God, that's a terrible thing to find out. But then we were like, oh, well, we'll just get you a custom-made suit. right? That's, I'm like, oh, cool, I've never had one of those. That's sounds pretty rad. It's not so cool. No, no, no. Custom it's not cool that you have to like, have that done. <laughs> no, no, no. But like, you, then you get yeah. everything. It looks much better when yeah, you get a custom sure, sure. suit, yeah, especially yeah. for a weird shaped fuck like you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Can we not get personal on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't don't body shame friend. people. Don't body shame people, do it. Sorry, he's, guys. He's our friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't slam the cub reporter for the little dumb dumb Yeah. <laughs> I, um, yeah, we get the measurements. So this was like literally, not last Tuesday, two Tuesdays ago. And uh, we get the measurements and say, come back on Friday for the fit on because they do the last minute adjustments or whatever. We go on the Friday and the tailor just starts yelling at me <laughs> because I've put on weight between now and Tuesday <laughs> and Friday. And he refused to do the order because he's like, you're going to come back in October. Who knows what size you'll be? I'm not doing it. He's like, he rejected me but as surely, a customer. He would love it. He'd be... P- Paid per meter of, <laughs> of material, surely. No, no. This is his reason. He goes, when you come back in October, I don't know what shape you'll be. You look shit and, um, and I'll be blamed for it. So I don't want that blame. I'm not doing your order. So wow. I've now become too fat for off the rack and custom made. <laughs> it's really... And then I remember just... I just walked away. Meanwhile, my brother's taking photos of this. <laughs> like There's a photo of the, the, the tailor yelling at me, I think. And then... Um, 
and and I just like was my family's about to say something. I'm like, look, I know you're about to tell me some piece of advice, but whatever you're saying cannot be as bad as what's going through my head. <laughs> just leave it. And I walked away and I sat on the other side of the store by myself for like five minutes. Going, this will this will be a good story in a podcast. Yeah, I started yeah. taking notes. <laughs> so you, you just came back from Splendor in the Grass a music festival. Yeah. At some stage up there, when you're in your tent, did you think maybe just cut a hole in the top and <laughs> stick your head through it? And, Whack on a bow tie? Is that a possibility? <laughs> yeah, but when he was in the main tent watching Blur. <laughs> this he, is in October. I was the Blur. Mind. Here comes Dilrock. What is happening? Dilrock's wearing the, the boiler room. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when I find a suit that fits. Woo! <laughs> Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, real. So, real so it's. <laughs> if there was credits on the wedding, it could be Dilrog Jaisinger as dressed by the Ringling Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's your brother's wedding, though. Yeah. Fair bit of pressure on you to do a good speech then. Ooh. Seeing uh, you're, yeah. you're the comedian no, overseas coming back home. Right, but he knows how that all works. So, he said, I just don't want to put you through that. I want you to have a good time. So, uh. I'm just, you know, rest- oh, apparently I'm in charge of all the booze. That's okay. yeah. They've they've given they've got like. Well, apparently, did you self-assign <laughs> that? <or? laughs> no, like apparently, like because the wedding's in India. He's getting married to uh, an Indian girl, and it's they're having it in Agra, where like the Taj Mahal and stuff is. So the hotel that they're booked out, there's only the like the executive pres- well, some sort of suite. Although I think the honeymoon suite, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, the biggest room can is the only thing that can fit all the booze that they're bringing over, and I get that room plus all the booze. And so you're gonna have to. Get rid of the booze. <laughs> <laughs> and if, if your mum's Muslim, does that mean a lot of the guests would be Muslim as well? So they won't be drinking? Uh, no, some of them... Okay. Oh, it's complicated. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, some of them won't be drinking. Some of them... My other cousins don't care. They just drink anyway. Yeah. But uh, it's... Yeah, it's 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 going to be fun. Uh, pressure to perform. Uh, there is like... Um, the, the second night is like what the Indian uh, wedding they call a thing called Sangeet, where it's just like Sorry, a concert. You're, you're Sri Lankan, not Indian. Sorry, you yeah. should no, know. No, but the, it's an Indian wedding. You, oh, <laughs> I actually thought you were sincere. <laughs> That's what was more annoying, not the big. Uh, me getting caught for sincerity. But yeah, there's like a song and dance thing, and I, I think I'm doing like a number. Oh, like an point. open mic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you going to do? Awesome. do you know you're you're doing do? a number. Like just a song, yeah. So, is like, this like a number two in the pool? Or? <laughs> <laughs> but no, but it, it actually in the whole lead up to this whole wedding thing, I'm like, I, I really want to try and you know get it in some sort of shape. Also, the final result with the with the tailor is that he said, okay, he'll do it if I come straight from the airport to the to the the shop because there's not enough turnaround. He said, but it'll make an ex- exception for me <laughs> that if as long as I come straight from the airport to there and we'll get it done then and there. So I'm thinking this is a great opportunity for me to actually now have a specific goal. And I was sort of talking to Carl about, and just briefly to you as well, Tommy, that like knowing how good your Dum Dum fans are at like being assholes uh, online, whether I should like do like a challenge thing that if I don't get a certain weight by a certain date, that there's like a punishment allocated. Oh, after okay. Oh, nice. Well, because this is the thing. So you, uh, you're coming to Perth with us. Right. You're right. doing the live Dum Dum show in Perth. Which will be my last show before I go to Sri Lanka yeah. for the wedding. Oh. Yeah. So we can do like a big, like a public way. And so yeah. is, uh, yeah. this is actually, oh. this is, yeah. Josh yeah. preview. Josh is going to be on there as well. Yeah, yeah, I thought about that as well. It's like, if you're going to be there as well. And I'll have done two weeks of kids shows, so I'll be, 
I'll be up for some adult content. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, do we do we literally do a weigh-in at a live show, like an absolute <laughs> yeah. exhibit? Oh, like, yeah. like, oh my, yeah. like, well, well, I figured the things I've gone through with this show before. <laughs> but <laughs> can be worse can than we that. call it Operation <laughs> Dumb Cunt Drop? <laughs> <laughs> We open the gig with a five-minute segment in which Dilrook's nude and me and Carl hose him down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's no real reason for this. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. just, just uh, always good to have visual stuff at the live gigs to make people at home feel like they've missed yeah, out. Yeah, well, something like that. I was thinking maybe, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll say I, – I, I looked at it. It's exactly 11 weeks from this Sunday. Right. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so when this comes out – uh, when this can episode we, comes out, we can maybe put on Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that. We'll have a uh, some sort of graph that'll show you what you weigh now, and yeah, then we'll yeah. aim, you'll have your aim towards eleven weeks time. Right? We'll yeah, have yeah, a yeah. Countdown. All right. I'm thinking and maybe a, we can a, do a, like a, a Nick Cody's birthday. Yeah, style yeah, countdown. yeah. That's, oh, that's yeah. the sort of thing I was thinking. I'm okay. like, well, the success of June Northern is what inspired me. I went, oh look, everyone got on board and everyone's quite nice. Oh, and officially, like, thank you to everyone for contributing to. Yeah, we haven't just said that over. On the show. We raised just over three. Thousand dollars. Bizarre coincidence. The same number of kilos that we're trying to <laughs> erase. No, the same number of calories I had for breakfast. And bizarre. B- another bizarre coincidence. The amount of money it took to fly Tommy to Japan and to splendor in the grass. <laughs> so very, very strange. Yeah, for the so, blue, so it cured my depression. Real <laughs> fun weekends. So how much do you think? Eleven so, weeks. So eleven weeks. I'm really going to one a week. One kilo, so a week. one kilo a week. Because on the biggest oh, loser, they drop about eleven kilos in the first week. Yeah, I don't want to do that. That's because yeah, they go crazy. I'm, I'm, I don't want. I, I don't think that's enough of a challenge. I think one kilo. Oh, really? Week. Yeah. One kilo a week is not enough. Whoa. Really? Okay. What do you reckon? So, uh, so uh, let's uh, say fifteen then. Then it's ooh. Yeah. So what happens if you don't get 15 then? Yeah, we'll figure that out next. Okay, cool. But I love it was like this the whole thing was Dill's idea and he's so into it. And then as soon as we added just a couple more kilos onto the goal, <laughs> now he's all of a sudden backing away. Oh, because you know what? It's been 20 years. <laughs> I know how hard this is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, the only time, the last time, well, the, that's the other thing. The, the last time I did lose a bunch of weight was when I did that triathlon, which none of your <laughs> listeners believed was true <laughs> until I posted that photo. But um, that was again because a friend of mine said, no, nah, you can't do it. Uh, you yeah. probably, you know, you probably can't do it. And I just meant... Let's oh, try if I mean you're eating three sorts of dessert. <laughs> 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 yeah, all right. Well, you know what? A kilo a week, that's... I've readjusted in my head. Yeah. I, that's that's good. Yeah, right. So okay. we need... We, so what we need is we need the uh, listeners to get on board. We need them to support you. This is what you want. Yeah, you yeah. I'll just... I'll do that, that, you know what it is? Just so it keeps me accountable. Yeah. yeah. That way I just know that... We want the listeners to be, and us, to be like a personal trainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I might as well use you fuckers for good. So, yeah. You know what I mean? It's been so good. Every meal time for deal, send him a text. So like 8 o'clock in the morning, 9 o'clock in the morning, no, 10 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> just send him a message saying. And if you want to do that, Dilrook's phone number is 04. Oh, please. Oh, please. <laughs> well, you can text me for it because I know you've got that number. Well, okay. So no, mo- now more Im- most important of this is you're saying the punishment. If yeah, you don't if make it, don't, it, if, if we do a weigh-in at the gig and you mm. don't make it so well I, I think we should all, maybe we get the ball rolling now if listeners want to chip oh. in and well, we can announce in the next couple of weeks what the punishment well, will be what the punishment is going to be will be something at the Perth live show surely so yeah. sure sure so a bag of burgers <laughs> oh, something. oh this is just a way to get a bag of burgers yeah. right now now I see what it is do you, have you learnt the word for punishment <laughs> yeah. your punishment will be Carl goes to Thailand and I go to Japan yeah. <laughs> here have a hamburger yeah, yeah something right. beyond oh. the punishment of just continuing to look like this. <laughs> <laughs> <Can we> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> oh, that's real grim. <laughs> it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, I guess we'll figure that out. Got to, there's got to be some sort of naked dance at the Perth show or something. <laughs> I'll do that anyway. Yeah, I know. I've got to think of something yeah. you don't want to yeah. do. Mm. Yeah. It's I hard. can't believe that nuding up is not an option. Yeah, no, he yeah. probably would do it. Isn't yeah. it? It's, and it's so sad when it's like, you know, we're all creative people and you think, what, what's yeah. a punishment? It's like, yeah. all you can think up is nudity. That's yeah, the first yeah, place yeah, yeah. it goes. You have so to eat a ball of broccoli. Will you do the weigh-in first? <laughs> at the start of the podcast, will it be a weigh-in? If you uh, don't get some... the target, how about someone – surely someone in Perth has like an exercise bike. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And then deal for the rest of the show is on the bike. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's get a treadmill or an exercise yeah. bike in. With, yes. with the theme song uh, of um, – what was it? What's it? The Baby Elephant Walk? For like a minute I have to do that. If, no, for the whole parading. gig. Yeah, the whole gig. The whole gig. <laughs> you have to power the podcast. <laughs> On the exercise bike. If you thought the sound of a tattooing gun in the last episode <laughs> under the whole episode was annoying, why don't you hear baby elephant walk oh. just softly <laughs> I thought you were going to say show. deals breathing for the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there, there we there go. You go. <laughs> Get that chicken bone out. Come on. <laughs> oh, I, wow, I'm, I'm worried about what an exercise bike He just got out of breath sitting on a couch. <laughs> Thinking about an exercise hearing, hearing the word exercise got me puffed and sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm torn. I want, I want to help you. You know, like Pavlov's dogs. You know, just hear the word exercise. <laughs> you just hear Pavlova, though. <laughs> <laughs> Pavlova's hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> now, this is encouragement. Oh, I'm torn. Yeah. I want to. You know, this is the sort help. of thing I'm talking about. <laughs> I want to help. I want to be a mate, but also. Fuck, I want to see you on that treadmill for a yeah. I kind of want to fuck you up. I don't. Yeah. I sort of want to. Yeah. I want to yeah. lead you astray. Well, I mean, yeah, well, well, yeah, something like that. I guess is probably the the, the idea. Okay, that so it's let's so the... bad that I just yeah to go because I've got like a whole bunch of like like a really bad schedule where I'll be like interstate and stuff where. Well, you're forced to, to eat fast food. You know, that's yeah. the yeah, rule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I want to try and... As if, the, if only there was fruit and vegetables in New South Wales, <laughs> you know? Yeah, there's not because you're allowed to take to them over the border. Real yeah. hard, yeah, exactly. It's real hard to find that stuff in Perth. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, you, if you haven't lost the weight and you're on this treadmill, something that could go out of control and propel you into the audience... Our public liability insurance costs are going to go through the roof. <laughs> We're going to have to raise ticket prices just to cover the just to cover yeah, I, ourselves. So I think that's a good idea. If you haven't made the weight, then you spend the entire show on the treadmill, and we weigh you before and after and see what at least what we've done for an hour. <laughs> for an you. hour, yeah. yeah. That's such logistical nightmare, though. Think about like having to figure out a stage that can will fit me for starters, <laughs> <laughs> but then also a treadmill. <laughs> Yeah. We can, I, I think we can do it. Oh, we'll we just and, and, we, and we get to be in control of the uh, how fast you're going as well. That's oh fucked. That's yeah. fucked. Yeah. And so if you perform better or worse being funny-wise on stage, we might slow you down a bit. <laughs> and if you struggle, we put you back up a bit. So it's going to encourage you to be funnier as well, as well as skinnier. Oh. Yeah, we can, we can publish, not only this, we can publish a research paper on this at the end of it. What is the optimum speed for being funny? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. Well, I think we got the ball rolling at least. And uh, just think, you know, with most science projects with animals, I usually feed them with something <laughs> at the end of it. So there's a bonus for you as well. <laughs> just to have like a carrot, like a, a yeah. bucket of chicken a, a hanging up. deep fried carrot in front yeah. of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this is, the deep fried carrot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you'll be starting this, uh, what, when the episode goes out or from this Sunday, were you saying? This Sunday. This Sunday, okay. Something like August. Yeah. Right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll get a graph happening. We'll get some sort of graphic. It'll be like, you know, those th- thermometer sort of things? We, we, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Maybe like a thermometer shaped like you. Something like that. We'll get. <laughs> thermometer shaped like yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. Like a fundraiser little graphic. We'll get that organised. With so. gravy filling up and down. Yeah. <laughs> like this writes itself. All right. <laughs> so if it's, if it's just a shape of you with gravy filled up, it's like we might as well just take a picture of you then because that's <laughs> sort of what it is oh good well we have that well, what, what's your t- what's your technique going to be so you you're going to be off the booze for a bit uh, definitely I yeah. think can that's I, my biggest can I recommend yes. off bread oh, Carl oh. Chandler yeah. yeah that's true how much was the Aussie like seven or something in the end over six months uh, oh yeah, I got to it pretty quick. I've just been like keeping it at the same yeah. lately. But you know, because I, I think I've said, like to me, bread is like the gateway drug to burgers and pizza and stuff. Yeah, like that. yeah, if yeah. You yeah. Get rid of bread, then you get rid of all that well, sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, bread for me, my gateway is booze. Like yeah. it's, it, I, I could be super good with food all day for like two weeks, and then have one night on the piss. And not only is the the beers and stuff bad in itself. But then you just go, ah, fuck it, I'll just have some shitty food. And then you wake up the next day and you eat more shitty food and you don't exercise. So, yeah, booze is probably going to be the big one. Sorry, Milan. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what you told me, because you were, uh, when you travelled, you went to Kuala Lumpur Airport. Mm. And you were telling me, you, did you get a massage at the airport? Oh, it was not at the airport. Oh, it wasn't no, at the airport, no, no, it was no, just no. in KL. It was just in KL. I, right. I got a massage and like one hour into, no, it was like an hour massage and like sort of half an hour into it, out of nowhere, she just pulled out a face mask <laughs> and wore that for the next half hour. Nothing else changed. She just couldn't deal with whatever, so, which I don't know what it, I don't know what happened. She was massaging the, the toxins out of your skin. Yeah, and she going went, up this is real bad. And then just, I don't know what. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> It's like, it's like I almost wanted to ask and her, this like, is, what's that for? And this is before the tailors run out of fabric. So oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, this is the yeah. most embarrassing thing that's going to happen on this jaunt. So if he's, <laughs> he's going to be on the treadmill for an hour in Perth, we're going to have to get a lot of air freshener or something. That's, <laughs> that's what stinks happening after oh, you're getting a massage. Maybe we can when get I'm the, relaxed. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we can get the live podcast sponsored by Andy Perth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Glenn 20. Because so, <laughs> I've, only, I've only ever had one massage in an airport. And I don't oh. know if I've told this story on the podcast before, but I was halfway through it and all of a sudden my hands – I was on my stomach and my hands were out like that and I just felt the guy's – Cock in the palm of my hand. Oh, so you're, it's on, you're, you're, you're lying down, I'm lying face down. down. Yeah, with my hands. Your arms are next to you and yeah. the palms are facing up. And then him just placed his, like, because he straddled yeah. a bit and just his cock went down. And it was that thing of like, this is deliberate, but it's how do you prove that it's deliberate? So it's I just kind of flinched. happy ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Ending. Yeah, I was flinched. And so for the rest of the half hour, very, very tense. Right. Which negated the reason <laughs> for the. <laughs> and how long did he leave it there for? Only a split, because I split so straight, and he ah, didn't right. say anything. Right. Like usually, oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It took for him to blow his but own. Was <laughs> a, <laughs> the, I've never ever had another massage in an airport because of that one guy. Yeah, there's a really good one in the Sri Lankan airport where it's like all exposed, and you sort of you sit in one of those chairs that are, uh, so you don't take your top off or anything like that. You just sort of. Just sit and you put your face in this massage chair, and they manage to pretty much do your entire body without having to, you know, make it any kind of suspicious stuff. But 
that's a shout out to the Sri Lankan airport. <laughs> <laughs> you told me because this is the thing that fascinates me about you, Dill. Is we spent we spent a lot of time together. We've been mm. hanging out a lot recently, especially. And there's still you will just roll out something that is you think is not a big deal. That is like so because it's just my life. Yeah, that's exactly. the thing. I just think it's just another anecdote. Like I spend so much time talking to you both on and off the podcast that I'm amazed that there's still such juicy nuggets to find out about you. <laughs> so we were in the bus on the way to Splendor in the Grass this weekend, which we'll get into a bit more soon, but you whipped out this little doozy of a tale. Yeah, well, I can't remember how we even started, but uh, McDonald's got their f- Sri Lanka got their first McDonald's in 1998 and I was one of the first ten customers. In <laughs> 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 98, I was, I was 13 years old, so I skipped school to <laughs> Hang on, did, did they just build the McDonald's around you? Is that, did they think they were going to get some sweet business and just brought it to you? Yeah, no, I stood in line. They were going, is that the hamburger in, in disguise? Like, it's baby grimace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I was 13. I asked mum if I can not go to school so I can go to the Maccas. And uh, it was great. And they gave... Was she like, you know, yeah. you're lining up for tickets to Bon Jovi or something? No, no, no. Lining up for a cheeseburger. Yeah. It's not no, like... My eldest son is ever going to have a wedding that he's going to need to get a suit to fit into. So sure, go for it. Start yeah, now. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, I got a big Mac meal, and it was the best thing ever. And um, I was. It was good. But then I went for a McChicken. <laughs> How old were you? Thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. So you were the 8th and the 10th customer. <laughs> <laughs> That's how quickly they finished the yeah. Big Mac. <laughs> yeah, I was real sad because they gave out these um, shirts of saying for the first 100 customers. They gave like novelty shirts. Oh. But I didn't notice them because I was so into my burger <laughs> that I didn't realise Was it the that same tale that yeah, went to to you? And by the time you'd eaten one of the burgers, oh, you've gone up in size again. I can't deal with this. I thought that story was going to be, but they weren't in my size. That's what I really thought that story was going to be. <laughs> As if uh, you wouldn't do it though. Like now, in hindsight, knowing how much you love Maccas, if it opened up in your in your neighbourhood for well, the first time ever, like you, you know, it, li- it only opened in Maryborough five years ago or so. But oh right, okay. Know. Did you line up? No, <laughs> I still haven't actually gone to the the Maryborough McDonald's. But that's a it's a testament to the mob branding because that's like thirteen years of my life. I've been watching movies and TV from America, and there's just all this talk of Macca McDonald's oh, yeah. all the time. And yeah, it was just like when it finally came, it was like, I've got to know what this is all about. Yeah, or you just found out there was a food outlet. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised most of all that, what was it, 1998? Yeah. That it was that recent that McDonald's set up in Sri Lanka. That's yeah. like not that long ago. I was I so excited. Maybe. I remember in uh, 97, my, uh, my birthday, was, we had my birthday. <laughs> 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 Yeah. You had your birthday where? At McDonald's. I took my friends to McDonald's because it was just such the a... The year before? No, no, no. 90... Oh, sorry. 99. Sorry, I stuffed up. Oh, right. Oh, right. <laughs> right. I got all confused. I thought it was... For a minute, I thought you were... Sorry. He just, he you'd just made your his... own McDonald's at home. <laughs> no, he took his friends to the site going, this is where it's going to be, guys. This is my birthday party. <laughs> Can you imagine how good this is? This is my wish, guys. <laughs> uh, I know it's horrible at the moment. This is all forest, but one day it'll be beautiful. <laughs> they're, already, they're already reinforcing the slide in the playground just to... Make preparations for the Jai Singer birthday. Come on, get in the back of my van. Let's go through the drive-thru, everyone. <laughs> uh, so, Dil, you and I just went to Splendour in the Grass, yeah. the music festival, to do Intense. stand-up gigs for the weekend. It was the first, your first time camping. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, yeah, first time, first music festival. Yeah. And first time camping, like, proper. I just re- remembered, because uh, I told them it was my first time ever camping, but I had actually gone to Wilson's prom 
um, like about six years ago. To scope out the side of a new Macca's. <laughs> <laughs> no, but on the drive there, I had 18 VBs and um, and I like fell in the beach and broke my ribs, so I couldn't sleep in the camp. I was you fell in the beach. Like I fell, uh, while playing beach cricket, I fell down and snap hit my ribs real bad, and uh, so I slept in the car for four so days. Did you get the injury from Greenpeace trying to kick you back in? <laughs> People. <laughs> so as you lay down, people just di- digging trenches around you, <laughs> filling it up with water. <laughs> and you're going, are you building McDonald's? They kick you back in. Creepies are so violent. Oh, God. No, no, yeah. We were playing beach cricket. I fell down and I hurt my ribs. So I couldn't sleep in the tent. So I just slept in the car, right? Because my ribs were too far. So that, that's what I mean by never proper having like slept in a right. camp or So you, because I was very interested in watching you all weekend because you, you hovered between like you were having the best time of your life and mm. then just looking like you wanted to end it all. Yeah, I did. That's, that's like exactly <laughs> it. Because it's, it is awesome, right? But it's just that when. I'm so out of my comfort zone, like from every aspect of it, whether it's the, the music festival vibe, whether it's the camping aspect, everything is fresh to me. So when we're sitting around drinking and talking shit, which was the majority of it, yeah, that was awesome. Like yeah. It was a great time. You're hanging with some of the funniest people in Australia and you're drunk and you're listening to good music and stuff. That was great. Yeah, It's the tent and the dunnies and <laughs> so many, just everything... About the rest of it was real bad and it was really muddy. Yeah. Like uh, I had, <laughs> I've never bought gumboots before, and and I don't know maybe I got the sizes wrong, but every time I would take probably off <laughs> <laughs> the tailor the, and, and Big W was like, ah, I'm not selling you these gumboots. I Can I go to a music festival again if you're going to keep having fatter toes? <laughs> But every time I would put on or take off my left gum, uh, my shoe, my calf muscle would pop. So like that. What? Uh, yeah, like it, I, I just was my technique was all wrong. I don't know. Either way, I would pull my calf muscle, and so it's just agony. Like yeah. even the mere idea of getting in and out of my tent was just like filling me with just, anxiety. You fell over and broke a rib playing beach cricket. You're yeah. popping your calf every time you take a gum boot on and off. <laughs> I don't think we can do the treadmill. Thing. <laughs> I don't, the, the more I hear, the more I hear, I just go, we can't do this. It's not going to work out. Yeah, so that those are real, like really grim times. But when you know, when once you make it to the main area, we're drinking, having a good time. But like on the third night, I was done. So I had two nights. We we got there Thursday evening. Yeah. Well, so I'm let's say this. So we were doing gigs every night about five till seven. You yep. hosted on the first night, yep. and you know, I don't know. Do you know off the top of your head, Josh, how many people go to Splendor? It's big. Yeah, it's big. It's, it's a really huge, big. huge like twenty thousand people. Yeah, about tw- about that, I'd say. Yeah. Well, there's if there's fifteen, it falls. There'd be more. I reckon there's more at Splendor. Yeah, right. it's, it's really big. And so uh, for overseas listeners, big music festival, Florence and the Machine, Mark Ronson, Blur, all headlined this weekend. And this podcast, you know, we do we do well enough to you know have people sell out shows. But, you know, you sort of go to a thing like that and, you know, it's like makes you realise how much bigger the, you know, other things are. First night of the comedy gig, Dilruk Jai Singer is hosting the show. Within five minutes of the gig starting this packed tent, someone has yelled out, you disgusting fat fuck. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, they may not have listened to the podcast before. 
Well, this is the weird thing because that's happened and I've lost it. And yeah. I'm so used to seeing that happen in a live context where it's one of our shows. Yeah. So it's all people there that know the running joke yeah. of that and the crowd goes crazy. It was very bizarre to see that get the response, which to be fair it should get, yes. which was horrified silence <laughs> from an audience of people going... Who is this awful scum of a human being? <laughs> yeah, uh, and the thing that annoys me most about that person yelling that is it steps on my punchline, which because I actually <laughs> call myself a disgusting fat fuck later. I'm like, ah, you spoiled the surprise, and that also that really it's it's a really weird energy because now someone's yelled that out, not and I'll for me to respond to that, it it just threw me off because I'm like. Because normally if someone heckles you, you take them down. Yeah. But in this instance, I'm like, oh, awesome, my fans. Because yeah. <laughs> then everyone, else, like comics backstage, you didn't know that was a thing. You're all going, oh, fucking hell, yeah. we're all in for it. I'm like, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, this is, so, this is real chill. Because I loved it. I'm like, oh, cool. So someone, you know, who listens or whatever, and it's really cool. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, but how do I respond? And I also now in my head, you know, when you're doing stand-up, you're talking. But at the same time, you're thinking about what's coming up yeah. next. I've gone, oh, fuck, how do I set up the next thing? So by the time I actually did it, it just got this huge round of applause. Because yeah. <laughs> everyone's like, yeah, he called it back. Like, <laughs> we, should, we should say public service announcement because you said to me over the weekend, you're worried about that this is now yeah. going to become a thing uh, for yeah, you. Just don't make it a thing because it's like, I, I, I saved myself. Trust me. <laughs> if you want to let yourself known as a dumb dumb fan, wait for it to come. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Go up and say it to him personally, face to face. Don't ruin his little riddles. My little riddles. But yeah, it was it was fucked like so much fun. Like the gigs well, so were great and just to quickly go back yeah. to the dum dum thing, so that happens on the first night. Third night, I'm walking around the site, I see a bloke wearing one of our little hamburger oh, yeah, t shirts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have a little burger t shirts. So I'm kind of walking towards him and I make eyes with him and I go, Hey, this guy gets it and he without losing any momentum just goes Hey, dickhead. And just keeps walking. <laughs> <laughs> just could not have given less of a he's shit. Aware of Maybe the he's show. just a big fan of Demi's leg. Could be it. That apparently Demi. people lick. God, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> like a, you know what? Like, a, like I was trying to get to before. Um, I didn't have dinner. I drank a yeah. lot. And I just didn't don't remember a lot. Like a lot of that sort of stuff. People go, oh, what about when this happened? I'm like... Oh, vaguely. Yeah. 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 I don't so you had a, like a blackout <laughs> mid-podcast. Sort of. I've never done that. Never it's done with, that. It's happens with age, I think. Oh. Uh, hashtag 40. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I was having this. I was telling about to explain to Josh before we started. But I was like, the, the nights were real bad for me. Like yeah. I was like, you know, I, I, I packed like I bought a sleeping bag. But turns out I bought like a summer sleeping bag. So <laughs> that was all wrong. And I hadn't packed any proper clothes. So the third night, I'd been drinking nonstop. From the time we got there on Thursday... Pretty much got up the next day around yeah. 11 o'clock, started drinking again, drank all of Friday and then got up again on Saturday and started drinking. And then around 7 o'clock on Saturday evening, I just crashed really bad. I'm like, this is it. I can't. I, I was walking away. I was going through like this group of – like I was watching Danny Walls, I think. Yeah, I was watching Danny Walls, a band I liked, and I was just not into it. And I just decided to leave. And as I was leaving, like among this mud, this grim – like really bad situation. There was this girl just walking towards Dandy Walls topless. I'm like, my oh, life's good again. <laughs> this, is, this is the happiest I've ever been. But it was just the contrast between the yuck and then this really pretty topless girl. But then I just thought, you know what? I, I'm, I'm not going to force it. I have one more day here. Um, if I'm going to have a good time, I need to sleep early. So I went to my tent and I watched Fast and the Furious 6 on my iPad. <laughs> <laughs> on my iPad. And it was so nice. Like It was just like, oh, technology, this works. And the thing that annoyed me the most is I couldn't hear the film probably because Florence the Machine was too loud. <laughs> 
So I got my earphones and listened because Florence was interrupting my Vin Diesel moment. <laughs> well, so that, that's ironic because you – so that night you had a very nice, quiet, relaxing time in your tent by yourself. <laughs> yeah, the night before this, you and I were out drinking until – Two in the morning or something. There was a lot of us. It was like Celia and um, Demi. There's a big crowd of people. And it's sort of, there's there's like 20 or something comics go up and do these gigs. And there's a mix between people who are into it and want to stay out late. And then people who go, nah, watch something and then go to bed at 11. So maybe half and half. We come in at about 2 a.m. You're poleaxed. You are walking down, and we're all camping in a row. You are walking down the campsite screaming out, hey! If anyone wants a route, I'm in tent 67 oh. and I'm really lonely. <laughs> no. And then just. I said, no, I said, I like sticking my head out of the tent going, just, you know, just sex, nothing sus. <laughs> really lonely, guys. Just. <laughs> 10.67. And, we and then, then did hear... little Tommy come crawling in? <laughs> <laughs> we then get to hear everyone in our group slowly waking up one by one and just yelling out, shut the fuck up, Dilluk. <laughs> and then the next morning, you were public enemy number one. Like, everyone I saw was just like, what the fuck? And there's people there from interstate who don't know you very well. Going, <laughs> what the fuck is Dilruk's problem? <laughs> well, yeah, I felt bad about that. Because uh, what happened is it was just one line, but then people started laughing. So that obviously gave me more fire. Like then I just kept doing it. I think people got. I think you were drunk enough that there was a part of you that thought someone might actually. No, I genuinely. Oh, let's get that on record, please. There is no way a that I was thinking that would work. Like, would you want to sleep with someone who said after they yelled it and they come and say, yeah, yeah, I'm up for it. Would you really want to be? Or say I had the moxie to just appear in my tent. Sure. Or even if you hadn't have said anything. <laughs> Throw in that and also day three of a festival as well in a tent. No one wants to have sex yeah, in a tent. Yeah, oh, that's, that's the next thing I was going to say. I was like, nah, this was bad. Like the tent itself like just cooks up all your nasty mm. clothes. Oh, sex night. <laughs> <laughs> day one. <laughs> get, yeah. get them out day one. That's it. Did we talk about this last year? You, you, we, we were in conversation last year jokingly saying, uh, you know, night one, that's the only night you can attempt anything, any kind of sex-based stuff because after that in a tent, people not, sli- not showering. And I said to Josh, oh, no, did I do No, I did it. You did it on stage, You're yeah. like, do it on stage. And, and I was I like, yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And it and got of course. absolutely nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it got less than when it got here just then. <laughs> <laughs> Well then, so the final night, Dill, uh, you're out drinking and I've sent this to Carl. Josh hasn't seen it. I, uh, I started raging against 11 o'clock in the morning on Sunday. I was back and I just had the best 12 hours of drinking after that. So yeah, had a really good time. I, I get a text <laughs> message from uh, 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 Peter Jones, Melbourne comedian, yes. who was there as well. <laughs> he sends me a message saying, this is 12.30am, as I walk up to the toilets, one of the doors opens. <laughs> Dill steps out with a plate of food in his hands and oh. says, it's fucked in there. <laughs> What were you thinking? A plate of food in there. Were you thinking I have to exit here at the exact same weight that I entered? Uh, What I like is... God. What I like is a man emerging from a toilet with a plate of food in his hand and going, it's fucked in there. Not anymore, it's not. (laughs) Not... There's not a guy eating in a toilet anymore. It's, it's the eating opposite of in fucked. a portaloo at a festival is that's when you no. got a problem. That's yeah. your rock bottom. Yeah. Yeah. We've established this already. What's worth no. drinking alone or eating alone in a toilet? <laughs> I I can't. Okay, there's no way I can explain it, but it it, it made sense at the time. So a I was real drunk. <laughs> I was heading to the tent. I was done. I was cooked. I was over it, and I. <laughs> 
I had to. I just thought, you know what it's like once you go once you go to the tent. It's so hard to come back to the dunnies. You got to walk for like ten minutes before you get yeah. your next piss. So I was just like, oh look, I'll take a piss now and then go to bed. Well, like you know, with my food. But there was nowhere to leave the food because everything's so muddy everywhere. So I had to just, yeah, the only option was to take the food into the dunnies. That's not the only option. Yeah. <laughs> what is the other option? What, if like, it's on a plate, you put it on the ground. No, but it's mud. Like, it's just put it shit in oh, a toilet. Yuck. Oh, what if it got mud on it? Yuck. I'm not, like, I'm in there for, what, maximum a minute holding my plate, right? It's exactly. Not like, it's only a minute on the ground yeah. on a plate. I, I, whatever. I don't know. I have no idea. Explanation. This is real bad. <laughs> what if it got wet dirt on it? Yeah. Versus what if it got other people's shit? In but it? it's not like I was. I was protecting it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure whereas, it felt safe. Whereas when it's like, I don't know. I just felt if I left it out there, who knows? They were like spiders and shit running. It doesn't around. matter what was out there. It couldn't be any worse than what you did with it. She what, is just literally the only. Ba- the only worst thing they could have done with it is taken it off the mud and brought it into another portal. <laughs> <laughs> I, I sort of stand by my decision. Toilet particles are literally the worst thing you can have on your food. Yeah, but I'm just taking a piss. I'm only taking a piss. I mean, I'm not sitting there like Elvis Presley eating a sandwich (laughs) on the Dunnies. Right, it was oh, in yes. and out. Yeah. That's much better when you when you stand up rather than <laughs> sit down in the toilet. Well, yeah, I'm not taking a shit. I'm just taking a piss. I don't know. You guys, you I, don't know. No. I don't know. But he was really disappointed to see someone you because also this is the thing. It's like most of the people were still out there, and I thought I'm going to get away with this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also for him, for him to just see you walk out of, out of a toilet with food, yeah. there's a little bit of him that would have thought. Did he get that from in there? <laughs> was he carrying anything when he walked in? Yeah, I was really upset that he saw me. <laughs> well, you know, I had my own, uh, I told you this there, deal. I had my own kind of um, um, shame moment. I came out of the showers uh, one afternoon. Uh, I had no shirt on, just my jeans and my towel around my neck. And I'm walking back to my tent and I walk past a car and there's two girls sitting on the bonnet of the car, two young girls. And as I just walk past them, as I've just cleared them, one of them turns to the other one and goes, where are the cute guys at this festival? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, let's turn this on to you for a second. What is it with you and music festival and what you wear at the music festival? <laughs> well, this is the thing. So then that night, I, I just like being in an environment where a lot of people are dressing like idiots. And I thought, I, so I... Are there? Yeah. Yeah, there's people so wearing like onesies. There was a guy walking around dressed like a banana. There was another guy dressed like a carrot. One like a minion. Yeah, that well, there was a couple of minions there. Both those, yeah. the carrot and the banana, were very safe from deal. He was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I've got my food. Because you were wearing, let's explain what you were wearing. Because I saw a photo of you, you were wearing uh, yeah, some got, beige overalls. I was wearing overalls and like a red and white striped top. And so I'm on my way from the shower to get changed into that. Yeah. So I get changed into that. I go to the backstage area to do the gig. I walk in and the comics, and I knew, you know, I'm aware. I walk in. The comics are all just teeing off. Yeah. But not knowing, I'm like, man, I've just gotten burnt yeah. so hard. But, like, nothing, none of this can compare to that. Were you wearing this when the guy walked past you and called you a dickhead? Because that might be... Oh, no. Uh, no, okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, feel in, I feel in a puddle dress like that. So I was, like, black by the end of the night. But yeah. <laughs> Why are we wearing overalls? I don't have overalls and I... You already, you already sound like a lesbian. <laughs> Why are you... <laughs> To try and pick up other lesbians, <laughs> <laughs> because like, but see, this like, is the thing. This is this is the difference. Like, 
as you're someone who, you know, you don't really go to festivals. Like, if you went and saw other people there, you would not be hung up on what I was wearing. Like, what I was mm. wearing is one think, of the more sane things. Do you think that's fair? At a three-day camping Open that festival. to look. Uh, it's, it's the middle of winter and I'm in shorts and thongs and I thought, you look ridiculous. <laughs> 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 like, I took a photo of you and I was like, Got to post it online going, look at Mr. Dumb kind of some shit like that. And I just went, nah, it's too mean. (laughs) (laughs) It's too mean to show Tommy what he looks like. Yeah, yeah, honestly, that's what I went. Because I had this worry that he's not aware. Now you're just saying that you're aware was the first time I knew of it. I thought, oh, he thinks that's cool. No. No. (laughs) I think it's cool. Like, I think it's cool that I don't give a fuck. That's cool. Yeah. That's the definition of cool. But. It is weird. I watch it. I'm like, because there was the one when you're at Meredith and you were wearing like you were a backup singer for Paul Simon for a while. It was <laughs> oh, I've got the I've got a moo moo thing. Yeah, with you were a member yeah. of Africa Bombarda, yeah. and yeah, yeah that if was... you had to name the worst top three worst things to wear, I reckon moo moo and overalls would come in. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, Meredith this year maybe I'll combine them. The Carl Chandler special. Yeah. So <laughs> actually, Jack comedian Jack Drews, who was doing the gigs, he summed it up well. I was so I was wearing a a baseball uh, cap that's like blue with an M on it and then a red and white striped T-shirt and beige overalls. And he came up and he said, you look like a budget Aldi version of Super Mario. Like, <laughs> like they weren't able to get their licence so they've just done like a just a slight off-brand, yeah. right, right, which, right. Is good, which is fine by me. But when you go to a festival, like this is, this is the impression I get, you know, you go there, you're a, you're a single man. <laughs> you're going there... I can't stress that enough. (laughs) You're going to a festival where there's young, attractive girls everywhere. You're on the market. And then you're going dressed in overalls. Is that the opposite of peacocking? (laughs) Is it it dung beetling? No, it's... (laughs) (laughs) Wow, how long did that one take? (laughs) I thought of it in the car. (laughs) You also were in the car out the front of my house for 20 minutes. We should pull that out. It's good to know what you were doing. That was 15 Uh, of them. No, but again, it's just like I – yeah, again, I just like being – because it is an environment where it's like all bets are off. Like I wouldn't wear that down the shops, but it's a weird thing like that. I, I, so that's I, the opposite. I would like – that. That's if I had that outfit and I had to wear it, I'd, down the shops would be I'd wear it because you don't care who sees you there. But at a festival when you're trying to pick up, you like you're trying – I would argue that you're, you're in a festival, given the environment that I saw, you're more likely to pick up wearing something ridiculous like that. Absolutely. Even as a minimum as a talking point. You know, saying, yeah, yeah, I just thought this is pretty stupid. Yeah, 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 I'm an yeah, idiot. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I, gen- genuinely, and I, and I am the king of picking up, as we know. <laughs> so I'm Mr. Game over here. Uh, but I reckon you would actually increase your chances wearing something ridiculous like that. Then. Yeah, absolutely. But That's not absolutely. for a stand up comedy kick. <laughs> I was more upset what you would bring into the art. <laughs> did, you wear, did you wear overalls on stage? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why wasn't there someone yelling abuse at you rather than Dill? That's a good question. <laughs> now, bear in mind here, you're ha- getting shit hung on you by a guy who used to wear pyjamas on stage. <laughs> so he's true. now saying that's overalls is too far. Yeah, that's a very good point. <laughs> yeah. right, right. I'll cop that on stage. I'll cop that one. But not off stage. Although yeah. I think the pyjamas I wore would have been better to wear to a festival because they, they were quite nice. Well, let's be – actually, overalls are just – I don't think there's anything that weird about overalls, especially when – this is the weird thing about that festival, and this is kind of serious, but there, there's like a lot of people wearing the um, Indian – the Native Indian yeah. headdress, which I is – I think it's Native American. Native, sorry, Native American. That's that's <laughs> fucked. Like, Native Indian headdress is a, ter- uh. is a turban. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of people walking around with a turban. That's proper. And there's a, there's the with weird thing. overalls, that would be a sweet look. <laughs> you see one guy wearing it and you go, oh, that's fucked that he's bought that in. There was a shop there selling them. Yeah. That's bizarre. That's really mm-hmm. bizarre to me. That's like pretty uncool. Like, 
Well, yeah. I don't Man, know. we should when we run out of uh, t-shirts, we should uh, <laughs> get onto the uh, Tommy Deslow overall. Oh, please! <laughs> I would love merch. that. Just yeah. for f- your festival onesie overall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, one, oh, I guess overalls are a onesie anyway. Aren't yeah. They? Yeah. We so. should Tommy get onesies. overalls or Kyle pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> we should get onesies. We should sell a onesie with me printed on it and a onesie with you on it, and then yeah. you can couples can wear them to music festivals. Wow. <laughs> While we're talking about offensive things, can I tell this story now? Yep. We were. I have a family, or a fam, Just to rub it as, into as the Tommy would <laughs> say. I've got a fam. Now, my mother-in-law bought us, or bought my son, a, a gollywog doll. Bought a gollywog doll, I and I didn't. No, as a, as a gift, and I didn't want it in the house. And I, I we, I was nice. I went, okay, we'll take it home, but you're not going to put it. Won't the let gollywogs in the house. Well, I didn't want him playing with it. It's offensive, and then. <laughs> But then is that a, a, a month ago... Does that extend to... <laughs> well, wait for it, wait for it. Because a month ago, no, a month after that, my son said, Dad, why can't I play with that doll that you don't like and Mum doesn't mind? <laughs> so she obviously, oh. obviously had, had a word. And I said, right. well, I, said, I tried to tell him about, the, oh, it's offensive to some people, blah, blah, blah. I said, look, I've got... Not your wife by the sound of it. Yeah, no, <laughs> well, the way no. you've stitched up your wife yeah. in this yeah. story. But, well, she stitched me up by saying, oh, I don't find it offensive, it's your dad. <laughs> Ask him. I think I, I think I saw her at the weekend booing Adam Goods, by the way. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> She's from Perth. So yeah. But I said, well, I've got friends who have, have dark skin and they would find it offensive. And and then he just said, who of your friends has dark skin? And I was going, oh, good question. And I said, oh, my friend Duruk <laughs> has dark skin. And he went, okay, fair enough. And then a few days later, I saw him playing with it, calling it Duruk. <laughs> so, deal, I brought it along for you oh, today. Wow. Yeah. Oh, it's something for the viewers You're at home. finally yeah. handing it over. So, there you go. <laughs> wow. That's you. <laughs> hey, he's dressed like me at a music festival. <laughs> <laughs> He goes for. He looks like he goes for the bonus. That's apparently. real big as well. Like yeah. somehow in my head, it was always just this. this, wow. this oh wow! That is a sweet hybrid Dilruk Daslo. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is great. That is your splendor in the grass experience right there. Oh, bring that back. That, bring that, that back to your wife. That's yeah. that's a rook. <laughs> <laughs> Can I keep so it? There you go. Probably <laughs> going not. Back to, going back to your son. <laughs> yeah, right. I think so. This is Dilruk. <laughs> Well, I think that's just about all the time we have on the Little Dum Dum Club <laughs> for this week. Uh, Dilok Jai Singer, Josh Hill, thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Uh, you're both going to be over in Perth with us for mm. the Little Dum Dum Club live show over there, littledumdumclub.com for tickets on October 18th. Josh, Josh yes. will be sitting on a normal seat. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I might be sitting on an exercise equipment of some sort. Yeah. Maybe Let's one of those uh, exercise balls. <laughs> just <laughs> working on my core. No, that's not enough work. <laughs> Let's when bring a little mate with us as a little uh, official travelling mascot yes. of the oh. Little Dum Dum Club. I think Perth would probably like that. Yeah, uh, well, that's where it came from. So, yes. oh yeah, that's take right. him home. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Josh, you got stuff coming up that you like to plug? Yeah, I've, I've got uh, every morning on Triple R on the Breakfasters, me, Steve, and Alicia, and also if you're in Perth, I'm doing um, some shows the week before you guys are there. I'm doing that run of gigs there, the adult shows, and my kids show as well. If you have got kids and yep. listen to this, you need to have a look at yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, don't you know? I oh, don't you know who I am? am? So uh, yeah, just finished, but we're going to come back uh, soon. So if you haven't listened to my podcast. That's what it is. It's really fun. Don't you know who I am? All you three have been guests. All very good. And yeah. uh, I was yeah. um, on the flight back to Melbourne listening to the one with Kate McLennan and Nick Kappa. Oh. And I was l- in literally in tears because it was just back to back. It's got to be good for Dill to laugh at something. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that I one is on a good one. I was recently oh. with Ronnie Chang and he did his impression of yeah. an Australian voice. And which, which the no most end. remarkable thing I've ever heard. Every show now ends with that. That's my little, <laughs> my little Easter egg for people and I'm interested to see how many people actually listen to the very end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah On my laugh, by the way, uh, first of all, thank you to Terry Pedestrian, I guess, but like uh, that must have taken some effort. For the 250th episode. episode, if yep. people haven't heard, it ends with uh, a collection of a club anthem club anthem of my laugh yeah. and man and also first of all thank you to Terry but also sorry to everyone who listens <laughs> to this podcast I didn't realise how annoying that laugh is especially when it's played back to back over and over <laughs> and when did I say I went to a nightclub once like that's a classic deal yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you Terry that's really kind of you <laughs> uh, deal stuff that you'd like to play uh, I'll just you know find me on Twitter at DirukJ and uh, facebook.com slash DirukJ I would say you I would say you would you'd be top three or top five people that get a lot of Twitter followers from this podcast. I think yeah. some people I, I notice I'll watch it and go. Oh, some people might get one or two. Some people might get a dozen or two dozen. I reckon you're one of the ones that gets a lot. Yeah, those Dundon fans are cool. They're really great. Except, but they, my feed is filled with once in a while someone saying disgusting, bad fuck, or, <laughs> or I don't know. Well, have we talked about this? The www.com. Disgusting fat fuck. Oh, yeah. have we talked about I don't think we have talked about that. I think we might have mentioned it. Someone registered disgustingfatfuck.com. And it links to my Twitter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Great work, by the way. Like, honestly, that's really good work. Like, I'm proud. Like, yeah. that's I've been showing it to people all the time. So, yes, the Dum Dum Fans are awesome. And is, it, is it still working? Yes. Right. Yes, yes, yes. It's a shame because I tried to register it myself, but someone else bought the domain <laughs> yeah, yeah. for me. Yeah, .com. yeah. .com.au. What's it now? Westgate.org. Because for a while it was, um, my, I think we spoke about you spoke about this last. It's week. It's the update. <coughs> we spoke about this last week, and the person who has bought my has bought calchandler.com.au mm. is has now changed it after last episode has now changed it to a wiki how page for how to propose to your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really right. want. I don't really mean to encourage is. this behaviour, but that's Whoever what they've that done. Is very, I thought very I'd better well say it out loud because it's been tweeted at me a dozen times in the last two days. So. I just momentarily like my brain disengaged and I was about to go, what kind of dumb cunt needs a page like that? Yeah. <laughs> 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 but just so you know, the person who's bought that domain name Someone else has stitched you up. Another listener of the show, someone else who's aware of this show, has, has, I don't know how they do this, but they've gone in and found out who's bought that domain name. So I know who you are, by the way. Who, <laughs> the person who has bought carlsjandler.com.au, I, I won't shame you now in case you get a lot of people saying, well done, keep it up. But I know who you are. <laughs> wow. This is like if Liam Neeson's character in Taken hosted a podcast. <laughs> 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 uh, we've got our live show Perth, October 18, which we said before. Adelaide, November 17, all that stuff, littledumdumclub.com. And it's three hours of um, Dum Dum Club, so, you know, podcast, yep. two hours of stand-up. And yep. like we said, you two are coming over to the Perth one. We've got um, awesome people coming to the Adelaide one. Yeah. Dill, uh, you did the Adelaide one last year, and it mm. was it was a extremely fun. Oh. Well, this is how much fun it was, actually. I had this conversation last night. So we went over there for 24 hours, and that was it. Mm. Last night I was talking to Ben Lomas, who was over there with you, and mm. he goes, Oh man, that was an unbelievable weekend. I'm like, that was one day, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we just drank enough for a whole weekend. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what we did. So does that mean that you're doing your uh, world's best and greatest comedian? Yes. Does that mean we get to be your hecklers? Yes. Excellent. Oh, Excellent. Yes. Fantastic. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to manage that because uh, for people that don't know, my solo show we're going to do a solo show. Each my solo show was me doing my material, but with hecklers, uh, professional hecklers. So I feel like. 
we put that before the podcast, it yeah, might just yeah. go white hot. It might need to actually be at the end of the show. I don't know. We'll have to <laughs> figure it'd be it a out. drunk cast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or maybe just write an hour worth of material, man. Yeah, that's interesting. No, like, we've only got like, three months to go. I can't, <laughs> I can't write more jokes than that. Uh, all right, guys. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. See, see you, mate. mate.